Yo, what is going on, everyone? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reached my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. So, what is cooking? Today is May 30th, 2021. And guess what, people? It is 3 a.m. in the freaking morning. And what am I doing up so late on a Saturday? Well, I guess it's a Sunday morning, right? I'm talking to you folks. Just got finished watching a good movie. But, you know, I thought for this podcast, I'd be a little selfish. I thought I'd talk about a little bit about myself because I've been getting a lot of questions about who I am, what do I do right now, and uh, where everything is going, especially for weddings. All right, I'm going to turn this down. All right, so I went out to Waikiki yesterday, people, and man, dude, it was crowded. I've never seen it this crowded even before COVID. I'm serious. Every rush, my friend Pitmaster Keith and I, we went down into Waikiki looking for a place to eat. We were going to, I think we were going to eat at Murakami Udon. We felt like that. And we thought, you know, the line can't be that bad, right? Because we're still in a pandemic, right? And tourism, they said it's getting back to normal, but so it shouldn't be that crowded. And lo and behold, we walk into Waikiki and dude, <laughs> dudettes, it is crowded. We are talking crowded, crowded, crowded. It is filled up to the maximum. Uh, I'm not sure how they can fit any more people in Waikiki right now because it, it felt as though it was a mini New York City. Maybe there's more people in Waikiki than New York City because everybody is vacating New York City, right? Um, but there was a line out of almost every single restaurant. And I would say almost every single restaurant, but I found one restaurant which is crappy and their price, their price of their food is over, it's, it's too high. It's overpriced and it's crappy as well. And there was no line. And I know I've been to this restaurant before. It is not good and they deserve not to have any lines. I'm not going to name it, name any names. Okay. But, um, every, every other restaurant that we went to, there was lines out the wazoo and Murakami Udon, which usually has a, a pretty good line. They had a line stretching around the corner and down the block. That is just nuts. So, and then we went to some other restaurants outside of Waikiki. And guess what? Those were busy. So what? We are back, baby. We are back. Uh, things here in Hawaii, they're not back to 100% normal yet. Um, you know, but uh, hopefully they do. This is May 30th now. So if you're listening to this podcast, this is from May 30th. 2021, there's a good chance by June, things will be back to normal. There'll be no mask wearing in Hawaii and there'll be no social distancing because we're doing good with the vaccination. And also a lot of people here have been infected and recovered. And a lot of people here have some other form of T-cell immunity given, uh, I guess, given through the common code. And when you put all of those things together, our infection rates are very, very, very low, just to let you know. So, um, uh, and uh, if you're curious, I myself, I am vaccinated. My ministers, they're vaccinated. And, uh, you know, we're all good to go. So we're not living in fear. But even before we were vaccinated, we were not living in fear. So what is today's podcast about? It's going to be about Dream Weddings Hawaii, uh, the company that I run, I own. And, um, you know, it's been my bread and butter for the longest of times. And um, 
I would say about 23 years because, you know, before this, I was working in the entertainment industry and, uh, you know, I loved it. Um, but then again, you know, I didn't like it. It was one of those love and hate relationships. And I won't get into that. I think I'll leave that for another podcast. But today's podcast is all about Dream Wedding Hawaii. I'll give you a brief history of how I got into it, how I started it, and what my background is in the wedding industry. And uh, just to give you a little bit more, um, I guess, uh, information about me, so you don't have to, you know, read through my website. You can, you can just put this on, on play and listen to me in your car or while you're jogging or washing dishes, right? And I'll kind of go through the, kind of the, um, I guess the steps on how to book a wedding with me here in Hawaii, uh, what to expect, what my packages are like, um, how I go along choosing locations, and, um, and and I'll just try to touch upon things. I'll, I'll be shooting things kind of by the hip here. I have some bullet points here um, that I want to touch upon, and I may stray from the bullet points, so you know I'm really not sure. I'm not going to cut the commercials um, because I just feel that uh, for this podcast, I'm just going to put it directly on my website and I just don't want to start or not start, stop the momentum because once they start going in one direction, um, you know, I just want to keep flowing with it and we'll see what flies out of my mouth, right? So why don't we just start this right now? So my name is Stephen Young. Uh, I go by Steve or Stephen. It really, really doesn't matter. Um, and Many people know me by different hats, okay? So some people, like you you may know me as a wedding planner. Some people know me as a podcaster. Um, some people know me as an investor. Um, some people know me as a barbecuer, a pit master. And then on top of that, some a lot of people know me as a screenwriter or a storyteller and a story consultant. So back in 1998, this is way back when they had a lot more hair. Uh, I'm not bald, by the way, but, I, you know, the hair is receding. Right. So, you know, I don't look like a little young spring kit, uh, uh, chicken anymore. So, but I started this company called Canoe Girl Productions. I started it around 1996 or so, right after out of high school. And, um, immediately, uh, I started this right after I got into the entertainment industry. And, um, the whole purpose of that one company was to actually create an instructional bike video. Uh, cause a lot, a lot of my friends and I, we were doing these, um, stunt tricks, right? But I guess what happened was that we made the instructional video. It's so, eh, so, so. And I wanted to take it a few, a, a bit more. So I thought the name Canoe Girl Productions was really cool. So I took that name and then we started to do, I guess, entertainment productions, right? And uh, I came back from California with all this information that I, that I had, I guess, um, gotten by just osmosis. No one really sat me down to teach me everything. And I started working in the entertainment industry on my own as a producer. So what happened was that, you know, things got really great. Like we produced, this is back in 1998 and we were, we produced them um, two TV shows, uh, promoted concerts. We ran, we also ran an anti-tobacco nonprofit. Um, our company also designed websites. We actually designed websites for Cade Chanel, which was back then, I think it was the local, um, uh, NBC affiliate and also designed their sports website. This is back in the HTML days. Everything's like done through WordPress and all these other like, you know, automated way, automated design sites now. But before then you had to hard code everything. And we were one of the few companies that knew how to do that. Also, we produced about half of the in-room hotel entertainment in Waikiki. And we brought up 
you know, the, those cheesy videos you saw over there to a cinematic level. So they really appreciated, um, I guess, all of that. And we did it for a very, uh, we, we, do it, we did it very cheap on a shoestring budget. And at the same time uh, we were doing this, we were shooting weddings. And we were only doing, uh, my business partner, uh, one, of my, one of my business partners, he was the top wedding photographer in Taiwan. So we would bring this, you know, I guess this cinematic quality to weddings. And he was such a great wedding photographer. Oh my God. I mean, even to this day, um, he's the top wedding photographer in Taiwan. Um, he outshoots me. He can shoot circles around me. Uh, the only thing I'm better than him at is thinking faster. I think really, really fast. And, uh, but anyway. We shot commercials, but if you're wondering, for Outback Steakhouse, Borders, and Walden Bookstore, remember them? Uh, there were Starbucks, uh, everything like that. So it, it was great. And shooting at all these restaurants everywhere was so fun because after we shot it, we got to eat their food. Uh, but, you know, what happened was that 9-11 happened, and it dried up all of the advertising money that was out there. So we started to push more things into the wedding industry. And, and again, I wanted to learn, to learn more about the wedding industry because I wanted to, to make this instructional wedding video series, this instructional wedding video series on VHS and then, you know, sell it. I guess, you know, telemarket it or sell it like, you know, uh, I guess on those like late night commercial things. I forgot what you call those things, but that's what I wanted to do, right? You know, you have your instructional wedding video series that you could buy next to your Ginsu knives, right? And um, I didn't know anything about the wedding industry when we got into the wedding industry, of course, but we knew how to shoot. We knew how to shoot things very, very pretty. So what we did was that we started shooting weddings. And I found it, found out that it was, wow, it's really, really easy. So we were bringing, bringing the cinematic quality. We had a crew of like, I think we'd bring the same crew that would shoot TV shows to shoot the weddings. And it was great. It was, you know, we got very, very busy doing that. And then, um, people started getting confused on what my company, Canoe Girl Productions was doing because here we have this, you know, production company that does like, you know, concerts show up to do your wedding. Uh, what was it? Right. So, Eventually, I broke off um, the wedding part portion of Canoe Girl Productions, called it Dream Wedding Soy. And um, that's where, you know, Dream Wedding Soy comes from. And 9-11 happened, it dried up all the money, and, you know, Canoe Girl Productions, it died. It, it kicked the bucket because there was no advertising money. So we had, to leave, we had to let go a lot of my crew there. And, you know, when I let go Canoe Girl Productions crew, it was just me and Dream Wedding Soy. So what happened was that we went, I went from doing these big, big weddings to just saying, you know, how can I, you know, make things smaller and make things more manageable and make things more enjoyable? Because, you know, shooting a big wedding, you work for eight, nine hours, 10 hours, 11 hours. It's tough. It's really, really tough. And I just wanted to do it, you know, a bit easier on the smaller side. So I decided to focus on small weddings, um, small beach weddings specifically. And that's where I am right now. So that's where it is. So that's what Dream Weddings Hawaii does. You know, we specialize in eloping packages in Hawaii, specifically Oahu. So if you want to elope on Hawaii on the beach, I'm your guy, all right? Now, I can do big gala weddings as well because the way I look at it is that and um, when you do a big gala wedding, the only difference between that and an eloping wedding is you have more people watching your wedding and more people eating, all right? And you may have more family drama, 
<laughs> that's that's the major thing. You have me. You have a lot of family drama because this family doesn't like that 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 person. That family you can't seat them next to that person. But that's not my problem, right? But that's what you bring along with it. And then you have a lot of bridesmaids that want to do this and that, and just trying to get them all in one place. It becomes a headache. But the planning part of it, part of it, it's really not that hard. In fact. There's as much of plan- planning that goes into an eloping package into a gala wedding. Because a gala wedding, again, you just tack on the catering on, to- on top of there and maybe some entertainment, some tenting, fancy lighting. But even then, the rental companies, they just have these like turnkey packages where you can say, I want a rustic look. I want a modern look. I want this look. And they kind of just, how many people are dining? And they're just all set the utensils, the chairs, the tents, the lighting. And it's all turnkey. It looks the same. And say, what kind of lighting do you want? Blue, red, and everything like this. It's, it's so easy. You, they just flip switches. It's really, really simple. So I want to get into my packages right now on, wh- on what I actually offer my wedding couples. Now, my packages are way different than what you see out there, uh, what my competitors do, because I don't offer all the other crap that you don't need. Um, now, how did I design these? Well, the truth is I didn't design them. Uh, one of my friends, my high school classmates, uh, you know, she told me, she worked for the Sheraton, and she told me we have these big packages that include like, you know, uh, a, a toast, uh, you know, harpist, you know, a, a cake and everything like that, right? And they skimp on the important things like the, the photography. And, um, and I said, well, you know, she said, if you just made a very simple package with minister and good photography and then gave the couples the option to add on all the other stuff, extra a la carte, then maybe you would have something. So I took that advice to heart. So all of my packages, they just consist of the minister and a photography package. That's it. And everything else is a la carte. So again, and again, they're not cheaper. If you order these things separately, um, they're not cheaper if you put them in a package. And you, the package just makes everything easier just to communicate, right? So I have two, two main packages. I have one called the Patriot Package, and that includes the minister, photography for one-hour coverage, and in that one hour, I shoot about 75 digital photos. And I'll usually shoot way more than that, but I guarantee there's going to be at least 75 good ones in there. And of course, when you shoot 75, again, you got to shoot maybe 100, 150, may even have to shoot 200 to get to 75 because you may be a blinker or, you know, the weather may just be really bad and your hair just won't be good. So, but I do guarantee we're going to get at least 75 good photos, never got any complaints. And every single photo that I shoot, the good, the bad, and the ugly, as long as they're usable, you're going to get. And as far as, far as the, the wedding planning that goes, it's free in all of my packages. It's complimentary as long as your wedding, as long as your wedding, uh, I guess, party is rather on the small side. Okay. So I'll let you know if it's too big. All right. But for the most part, you know, I've never really added a lot of, you know, any extra to any of my wedding packages, unless you have like 1000 people coming or 200 people coming to your, to see you elope. And in that case, it's not really eloping, right? So the second package is the eloping package. And again, this one is just includes the minister, photography for one and a half hour coverage. So you're you're probably wondering, why do we have the extra half hour? So that's so you can get both blue sky and sunset pictures. And then on top of that, you have 100 digital photos with this. And of course, again, I'll shoot more than that. But we're talking more about variety of shots because I have that extra half hour to play with. Now, the only difference between this two, again, is the photography coverage. The Patriot package is good if you want blue 
or sunset skies. Um, the eloping package is good if you want blue, I mean, blue skies and sunset pictures, okay? So if you want blue or sunset pictures, then you get the Patriot. If you want both, then you get the eloping, all right? And again, just like the Patriot, this one has the uh, complimentary wedding planning as long as the, the number of people in your party stays low. So the Patriot package runs only $612.50, all right? And the eloping package, it runs a flat $800. That's it. That's it. There's no hidden charges, no nothing. There's no upsells, no nothing, all right? You're not going to pay a penny more than that um, after the price that we agree on. Now, you may pay more if you choose a location that we have to travel to. So I'll talk about travel location and fees uh, later on. But even then, the highest you'll pay in travel fee travel fees at this time is $75, all right? Now, <laughs> catch 22 here, the price of gas is just going up, 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 and up. And uh, you know what? I may have to raise prices if gas prices don't stabilize. So as of now, as of May 30th, I can still handle the gas prices. It's a-okay to cover my minister and myself and I think the wedding singer if he comes down. Um, but I may have to raise it $25 more because gas prices, man, if they hit $5 a gallon, oh my God, that's going to be scary. It's really, really going to be scary because you know, I'm going to Sam's Club right now and it's about $320 for the cheap one. Um, I drive a, a you know, a a beat up BMW. It's not anything you know fancy anymore. It used to be, but it's from a 2004. So um, you only could put 92 inside there. So uh, yeah, you know when I first got it, it was nice, but it's been a while. It's got a lot of miles on it, and um, yeah, I only could put 92. So it's I'm it's a little over four dollars a gallon. It's crazy. It's completely crazy. So um, anyway, that's my packages. Now you can add on a lot of things to this to to make things customizable, like. Uh, video coverage, right? Um, so just for one camera video coverage, it's $200. That's it. And what I do is I put a camera on a tripod and I hit record. Now, the only difference between this and your cell phone is that I can put a wireless mic on top of these cameras and then I make sure I color correct it and audio correct it to make sure the audio levels are really, really good. I mean, that's the main difference because your cell phone right now you know, the, the image on the cell phone or the video camera is incredible. The problem is you can't record audio for beans on that thing. And they do have, um, I think certain other, other, uh, lavaliers. These are those remote wireless, um, I, I guess, um, I guess, uh, uh, things you can put on top of your cell phone. I've tried it. It's not good. I wish I could do that, but it, I just can't. Um, now, for the three-camera coverage, uh, I tend to use, I do use, one, for one camera, I do use a cell phone um, because they're so good at um, shooting into the sun. And they're, they're just really, really great. So my three-camera coverage, I tend to shoot sometimes four-camera coverage, um, but that's not a guarantee. It really depends on the lighting. And it, I, would, I would decide on that then, then and there if the camera, if, I guess if there's enough sunlight if it's really, really contrasting, then I'll just start recording on, on another tripod, my cell phone footage, then you get four camera coverage, but there's no, there's no extra charge for that. And then that video edit upgrade is $400 more. And that includes video editing and also a slideshow in the beginning and a slideshow in the end. So for a really good um, slideshow presentation that you can show at your reception, it only costs $600. And that three camera coverage um, how does that differ from one camera coverage? Well, 
just imagine this. One camera coverage, I will shoot the minister's face and you and your husband, uh, I guess, or significant other, will be facing each other. So you, I'll get your side profiles as you hold each, other, each other's hand and you get the minister's face. That's one camera coverage. In three camera coverage, you have one, you have that shot I just described. One camera is on the bride and one camera is on the groom. And both of them are shot over the shoulder. And uh, and if I have a fourth camera, then it's another establishing shot that's kind of real far away. So, um, yeah, and that's it. And then I edit that in the camera, and you get to see the whole ceremony from beginning to end. So if you burp, cry, fart, or whatever like that, it's going to appear in this video, all right? So don't fart. Never had a wedding couple fart yet, but that'll be cool. And and then again, no no moment is left on the cutting room floor. And I cut this like a movie, or I cut this like what you see. Like when you, have, when you see a conversation in a movie, this is what it'll look like. So when you replay it, I guess years from now or at, at your reception, it would be like as though your family is right there. And a lot of my couples say, when they watch it over again, they'll say, wow, I didn't realize, you know, all these things were happening or I was doing this. When it, and, and because they get the best seat in the house. Again, all of these are with you know, wireless um, lavaliers and all that, so the audio is pristine. And I wire up the minister and I wire up the groom. And this is just redundant. Usually I just choose one or the other, but sometimes the audio may pop on one of the mics, right? And then you can switch to the next mic. So you never know. Sometimes the wind may blow and it may only affect one mic. Sometimes it may affect two um, two mics. You know, it really depends. But that's when you're really unlucky. Uh, but then again, when you're doing live audio outside, you just you just have to be very, very, very careful. So we have redundancy mic'd up the bride, not the bride, the groom and the minister. The bride is not mic'd up because there's just nowhere to put the lavalier microphones on there. You, you would be able to see it. And yeah, that's it for the video. Now, for the photography... I do all the photography and I do all the, and for the video, I do all the video. And now you're probably wondering, wow, Steve, you know, um, <laughs> you know, why do you do it? Right. Are you professional? And the truth is I am, I've been shooting photography ever since I started dream wedding. Swipe. in fact, even before then, remember that guy in canoe girl productions, who was my business partner. Well, he trained me um, on photography. And the reason why he did this, a uh, funny story here is that he, he, he was from Taiwan, right? And he was here, he was here in Hawaii to, um, to learn how to, I guess he was here, here to learn how to do business and he was going to, um, college, college for this, right? And well, the thing about it was that he was not supposed to be involved with any business. He was here on a student visa. Okay. And, um, our, uh, he, he told me, Steve, you, I better teach you how to shoot, you know, uh, shoot weddings because if I get deported, at least you can still be there to shoot the weddings or shoot anything. So the company won't die. So guess what? You know, he got deported right before one of our weddings. Lucky thing. I just picked up the slack right from right then and there. You know, he taught me everything. I, you know, we didn't lose a step. And I could, again, I, I was shooting professionally very, very, from a very, very young age and, um, you know, from 20 years old or so, and I'm 44 right now. And uh, yeah, you know, time flies by, but it's like 23 years I've been shooting professionally. So all the photos you see on my website, that's me. Um, and again, from my cinematic background, working in the entertainment industry, shooting video, I can do that with my eyes closed. So I do both the photo and video at the same time.
Yeah, it sounds kind of crazy, but I think I'm one of the only companies out there or one of the only people out there in the wedding industry who shoots photos and videos at the same time for my wedding couples. And um and and how do I do it? Well, all the all the video cameras are all on all on tripods, right? So, and one of my couples they asked me, "Well, what if my husband or my wife, you know, or my fiance, they step out of frame?" And I told them, "Well, if they step out of frame, you got some bigger problems. That means they're running for the horizon. <laughs> and it's true because, you know, the, you know, they can go left to right, left to right, and you're not, you're not going to step out of the frame. You have to really, really step out of the frame with intention to get out of, you know, the, I guess out of the shot of the video cameras. And I do adjust the video cameras during the shoot, by the way, because people do shift here and there. But as, again, there's three or four cameras there. So as long as one, of one of the th- one of the three or four have a good shot you know you can the other three shots don't have to be that great but the trick is to have all of them great so you can just you know you can cut to each to each one of them to cut for the moment rather than to cut to salvage the moment right a lot of these other these other um i guess wedding companies they shoot things to salvage they have so much unusable footage it's just incredible because they, i mean out of their all, all their footage, they just have it. Just it just doesn't look usable. I, I've seen them. I used them some of them before, and they just don't have a really good cinematic background. When you shoot, you know you have to shoot as as though every single second on that reel counts. Okay, so what other things do I you know handle here in my company? I handle um, the flowers, uh, the limo, the entertainment. Again, of course, the minister, the hair and makeup. I do refer that out because I don't really want to get in um, the way between a woman's hair and their makeup artist, the hair, makeup, and their makeup artist, because something can get lost in translation. And the prices always change. I mean, they really, really swing. So for example, if a bride wants airbrushing, well, you know, that's, that's another cost. If she wants her hair up, then it's, that's another cost, right? If she wants this type of makeup or less makeup or this type of thing, it's, it, the, the cost just swings left and right. So what I did with, I just referred off. I just referred to my, one of my top, uh, I guess makeup artists. And, um, I do recommend Beauty Spell Hawaii. Uh, just look her up, beautyspellhawaii.com. And, um, she, she's really, really great. Her link is on my website. Okay. So you can just find her on my website. It's so funny. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story about it is that, um, the, how I met, um, the owner there, Lexi, was that I had, a uh, one of my couples, my clients had actually booked her to do the hair and makeup. And um, they just booked me for the minister, but I, I had agreed to say, to tell them. Well, I had agreed with them that I would pick up the bride or the the wife at her hotel, and then drive her down there to the location, um, so her and her husband wouldn't see each other beforehand, right? So I I pick her up. I, I go down to the lobby, and I'm looking for this 60 year old woman, and I can't find her. And she calls me up on the phone. She says, "Steve, you walked right past me." And again, I'm looking for the 60-year-old woman, the 60-year-old woman who has like, you know, gray hair and kind of like a lot of age spots on top of her face. And she looks 60-something years old. Well, I walk by her again. And then all of a sudden I look and it's her. And she looks as though she's 28 or 30-something years old. I couldn't believe it. And I, and I just told myself, man, I wish I had my camera here. So um, I, I said, who did your makeup? Because she looks amazing. I mean, I have this picture on my website. You have to see it. And um, and and uh, she said, Lexi at Beauty Spell Hawaii. So ever since then, I booked her. 
I have used Alexi because she just does an incredible job. And I don't have to do Photoshop as much to the photos. I still do Photoshop. I still touch up things, make the skin a little bit smoother or, or things like that. You remove the tourists in the background, you know, I'll do all those nice things with the skin and make sure that, you know, some of the, some of the wrinkles, you know, disappear. You can't, you can't make all of the wrinkles disappear because if you do, then it, the photo just doesn't look realistic, but you can take away a lot. But I don't have to do that much when she does it. And, and, um, she does such great work. Just really, 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 really great, great work. So, uh, yeah, um, her link, by the way, again, is on my website. Now, also, I don't handle catering. Not at all. No catering whatsoever. So uh, I will refer you out to a good caterer. So if you have a big wedding, I will refer you out where to, um, I guess, um, find a good caterer. And I also don't do cakes because, you know... I, at one time I was doing cakes, but oh my God, it's a headache because you bring a two-tier cake to the um, the beach and then all of a sudden you have to bring a table and then the wind blows and all the sand goes onto the cake and you have crunchy cake and then it starts to get too hot and the cake starts to melt and the cake never tastes that great. Uh, it's not a good deal. I also don't handle alcohol on the beach. And here's the thing. I can't sell you alcohol because I don't have an alcohol license. I don't have a liquor license, right? These other wedding companies are selling liquor to their couples. They don't have a liquor license. And it's illegal to have to pour liquor on the beach. Did you know that? It's 100% illegal, but these other companies do. And then they start selling, saying, oh, we're pouring apple cider, but they say on the side, we'll, we'll bring liquor, right? And they charge an arm and a, arm and a leg for that liquor. Well, again, open... Alcohol, open alcohol on the beach is illegal, but I'm not the police. So I tell my couples, do you want to give a toast on the beach? Buy your own alcohol, bring your own cups, right? Bring your own glasses and they can be personalized or anything. And we'll just, you pour it yourself on the beach and you save yourself a lot of money. So bring it yourself, save some money. You don't have to pay 150 bucks for apple cider, <laughs> right? So I'm very much laid back, right? And if you want to just book me for a minister because you have photo and video and all that other stuff done um, already booked with someone else, yeah, just fine. Book me for the minister. If you just want me as a day of um, day of wedding coordinator, yeah, I can do that. But I'll be um, very, very, very honest with you. Usually, usually um, the day of coordination stuff, there's not much you can do unless you really know that, uh, I guess, all the vendors, right? What can you do if, if this vendor doesn't show up? You can't do anything. Now, if it were one of my vendors, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about it. But a lot of times, a lot of times when people hire me for day of coordinator, they will have, they'll book like, say, a florist. And I'll say, who is this florist? I've never heard of them before. And they don't show up for the wedding. Now, myself as a coordinator, I'm saying, well, where's your flowers and all that? And they're trying to give me the phone number and they're, you know, that, that florist has gone AWOL. So luckily I will call up my florist and have them, you know, rescue that wedding. But again, you know, again, what can you really do? That's luck because my florist had extra flowers, right? So I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's really, it's really, 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 really tough. Okay. Going on. Now you're probably wondering after all these packages and everything like this, you know, where would you get married here in, in Hawaii? Now, right now with COVID, I am just doing weddings on Oahu. Um, I got vaccinated to do weddings on the Big Island, Maui, Lanai, and Kauai because I thought that would be great. And now I can actually fly to the outer islands without paying for a COVID test uh, But this, this, because these COVID tests were just going to eat away 
into my profit margin, and it just wouldn't make sense for me to fly to do a wedding on Maui. But now I don't have to take the COVID test. So what's stopping me? It's the freaking car rent. The car rental prices are killing me. It's $100 a day to rent a stupid car on the, on the outer islands. And that's if you can get a car. And the line to get a car is so long. So I don't want to fly to Maui, wait three hours in line, you know, to pay $100 for a car. It, it just doesn't make any sense for me, right? And then on top of that, the gas is like 5 or $6 a gallon on Maui. It's crazy, right? And then even then, you're not going to get, the odds of you getting a car for $100 is very low. The cost of a car in Hawaii right now, at this moment, as of May 30th, hopefully it'll change by June or July, but as of now, it's more expensive than your hotel room rate. Can you imagine that? It's more expensive to rent a car in Hawaii than the hotel room. <laughs> that is just nuts. That is just crazy to me. So uh, that's why I'm only sticking to Oahu, all right? As of now, as of May 30th, 2021, that may change later on. All right. So I'm sure you're listening to this podcast right now saying, ah, it's kind of been a while since May 30th. So give me a call if you're listening to this podcast and it's like June or October or August. Right. So because I'm sure things will change by then. Now, as far as Oahu, when it comes to locations, uh, I'm not going to describe to you, I guess, where my locations are because I still want to keep them a little secret. But I prefer locations with very little wind. I like them secluded. And I like the beach very big. And I also like locations that face the sun, all right? So, um, and also blow the right way. And I, I want the wind to blow the right way. So I want the wind to blow into the bride's face. And when the wind blows into the bride's face, I want to make sure that background is really, really, really nice. It doesn't make it... If we have a really, really nice background and the wind is blowing the bride's hair into her face rather than out of her face, then we can't use that background. So I usually want low wind for a couple of things, hair reasons and also video reasons. Um, I want a secluded beach because I don't want to Photoshop millions of tourists you know, out of the picture. And then when you shoot video, you cannot Photoshop people out of the background. You're, you're kind of just stuck with it, right? So again... I want secluded locations, very little wind. Sometimes we go with convenience as well. Um, but I don't like Wailai Beach Park here on Oahu. Um, I don't like a lot of the other locations that people use here on Oahu that the other, my other wedding competitors use because to me, they don't scream Oahu. I mean, for example, Wailai Beach Park, which is just horrible. Um, it's actually behind a condominium. I mean, don't tell me you're going to fly 5,000 miles across the ocean to get married behind a condo next to a sidewalk. You know, that doesn't, that doesn't do it for me, right? So I would rather have you fly across the ocean to get married on a beautiful beach where you would just say, tell your friends like, wow, this is just beautiful. And when I take those photos, those panoramic, panoramic photos where you're kind of small and, the, and you can just see the whole horizon filled with sand, ocean, palm trees, and sunset, and your friends will just say, wow, that is just great. Is it real? And you'll say, yeah, it's real. Is it that secluded? They'll say, and you can say, yes, it's that secluded. All right. So that's basically it for, for it. Now, oh, one more thing before I go. Um, 
one main difference between myself and other competitors is that, you know, I'm the owner of this company. When you call my company, you'll get me on the phone. A lot of other companies, you know, you'll call, you'll get the secretary. You'll call, you'll get like a peon. You'll, you'll call, you'll get another, another employee there, right? And on top of that, I will show up to your wedding. A lot of times you will not get the owner of the company to show up, you know, number one, answer the phone call, number two, to show up at your wedding. And I will work at your wedding. I will be shooting the photos and the video at your wedding. And on top of that, I will touch up the photos, I will fix the photos up for you, and I will also edit the video for you. I am not going to contract it out to India. There's a lot of times India, they will call me and say, hey, you know what? We can edit these photos for you. We can edit this video for you. It kind of crossed my mind. I kind of gave them a chance one time, but they're not good, you know? But other companies, they do that kind of crap. You know, you'll book photography with them from their, for their wedding company and you have no idea what photographer, what videographer will show up, what type of quality will show up at your wedding. You know, some people, some companies just hire me as a photographer and a videographer just for video, sometimes just for photography, right? And they post my work on top of their website, which I'm fine with because that's where they, they can book business, right? But they never book me again. So, you know, I'm asking myself, it's like, well, you know, that's not very honest because you're using my photo to book weddings, yet you're hiring out a different photographer. That's not right. I really don't think that's right. And I don't like it when the owner doesn't show up to the wedding or the person you're planning this wedding with. I mean, there's a handful of companies, they have really great customer service over the phone. But that girl or guy you're talking over the phone with, they will not show up to your wedding to make sure everything runs perfectly. They'll send some other person down there. You know, so there's no personal relationship going on. And again, I've done weddings for other other um, companies where I just show up as the videographer again, right? And no one from that company shows up to even make sure anything runs smooth. And that's when I, you know, throw on my coordination hat, even though I don't work for that company, they're just hiring me to do video, but I want to throw on my coordination hat just to make sure everything runs smoothly so I can get out of there on time. All right, so that's it for now about talking about me, uh, how to contact me. Um, you can always email me, call me. Uh, my number is um, 808-479-0685. You can call me or text me. That's 808-479-0685. You can email me at info, I-N-F-O, at dreamweddingshawaii.com. Now, weddings is plural, okay? So that's info at dreamweddings, with an S, hawaii.com. And also, if you haven't already, you can go to my website, dreamweddingshawaii.com. That's again, weddings is with an S. And then you can uh, fill out one of the, the, the contact forms there. And uh, also, I have a little Facebook uh, messaging thing on top of the lower right-hand corner. You can kind of message me on Facebook. It goes right to my cell phone. And if I'm not busy or driving or not in a wedding or watching a movie or watching football, I'll definitely answer those messages right away. Okay, so... And the worst comes to worst, you can just, you know, <laughs> look in Google, look under Stephen Young and weddings and I'll pop up uh, because it's not very, it's not very hard to find me on top of the web. All right. So uh, yeah, that's, that's how you can find me. And, you know, 
if you just have questions, you know, you want to get everything started, get this conversation started, you're kind of confused with this whole COVID thing on what to do and how to get to Hawaii, and you're just not sure where to begin, just give me a call, give me an email, you know, give me a shout out. Um, I'll fill in all the little gaps, all the little, we call it here in Hawaii, pukas. Those are hoes. That's the local name for hoes, pukas. It's a pretty cool name, right? So I'll fill in all the pukas for you uh, so you can get married in Hawaii and you won't get, you won't be lost and you won't get ripped off. I don't rip off my couples at all. All right. I'm very, very, I'm very, very honest. Um, I may have to raise prices though in the future. I wasn't planning on doing it, but who knows? Because the price of gas, the price of everything is just going up. The price of meat. My God, I went to Costco the other day to go buy um, a brisket. Earlier on in this year, it was a two forty nine a pound. It's four forty nine a pound. It's crazy, you know. And, and I'm going to open up a barbecue company later on this year. Well, well, we're thinking a barbecue company later on this year, but we'll see. Like we'll have to see where the COVID rules are. We're hoping it changes, but we'll see. But so I'm always looking at the the price of food, and it's just climbing, 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 and my heart is just dropping. <laughs> so it's going to be so expensive for for barbecue in the future. Oh my god. So anyway. Now I am out of here. I've been talking for 40 minutes straight. Hopefully I didn't bore you, um, but that's about it, people. So you guys have a nice rest of the weekend. We have one more day, Memorial Day week, um, where we can, you know, I guess, look up to the skies and thank those in the skies for paying the ultimate sacrifice for our, to, to give freedom to our country. You know, without those sacrifices right there, or not, I don't like to use the word sacrifice, without their valor, their valor, their, their service and their valor, you know, we would not be here today. All right. Talk to you later, people. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.